Good morning, everyone, um, and thanks for joining us for another member conversation with Rach. I'm here with Alyssa, and I'm not going to attempt to pronounce Alyssa's name because I know I'll stuff it up. She has e EJG Creative, um, which is um, a fantastic business in the wheat belt that helps other businesses with their social media. And I've spoken to a lot of businesses recently who need someone like Alyssa. And I've also spoken to some businesses who actually use Alyssa um, already for their social media. And um, and I hear a constant um, theme in that she does an awesome job. Um, Alyssa, one thing, um, so the guys from the Querreting Co-op, yep, who, um, who were also winners at our recent awards, use Alyssa for their social media. And they love the way that you you understand the business and the way that you portray the business. They um, they said it's just such a brilliant service that you offer. So just want to um, let it be known that if you need social media help, Alyssa's your person to speak to. But Alyssa um, was one of our young entrepreneurs at the recent Wheatbelt Business Network um, Awards. And, yeah, I just want her to just give us a bit of a background about your business, um, how you sort of started and where the idea of setting it up came from. Um, yeah, over to you, Alyssa. So originally I went from my high school job in at the local supermarket to working for the family business. And there I was doing a lot of social media. I brought them into the 21st century. I set <laughs> up on social media and I gave them a website. Um, and after a couple of years of doing that, I realized I really did enjoy it, which yep. which kind of led me to realize that a lot of wheat belt businesses weren't utilizing social media to mm -hmm. further their business and grow their businesses. Um, yep. And so I started approaching some people. It really just started out as a couple of businesses within Wongan um, yep. that needed to get on social media to further their business. And it just grew from there. Wow. I know because um, and it's I think um, people need to understand with social media as well. It's it's fine to post things up there, but it's a social media by its, its definition of its name being social. Um, the posts really need to be structured for your audience. Like they um, I see a lot of businesses that sort of put up posts about new products that come in store and boring you know, sort of more about the operations and the systems of the business rather but rather than the people and the and the personality of the business. And I think that's what people really need to understand that they need to capture. Um, so so how do you go about doing that for the businesses you work with? Um, I am a very I really need to get into the businesses. I really love to understand them, know their people. And then I use that information to create their social media profile. Yep. I find that when I go to them, they are, they're posting a lot of the salesy content. That's all they're posting. Mm. Um, and I kind of have to reiterate to them that that's great to post that every now and again, but you really need to kind of let people know who you are. They yeah. need to see the insides of your business to relate to you and to, to want to engage with you. Yeah, that's right. And it is, it's almost, and you hit the nail on the head there, like it's engaging with your audience. So it's, 
you know, it's so funny, like, you hear people say, oh, I put a post up about some kid who, you know, did something funny in the store and I got, you know, it got 500 likes and it's like because it's the people component of it and even though it's a digital medium, people, we're, we're social beings. So, um, yeah, we're, we're wanting to know about the, the social aspect of what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So um, Alyssa also writes a blog um, and your writing style, I love it. It's beautiful. It's so honest and forthright. And um, so how, you know, how did you come to writing a blog? Where did that all start? The Introvert Archive actually started when I could, I just felt like I couldn't talk about my mental health problems and issues as a young, as a teenager. I felt like it was not, you weren't allowed to talk about it. Um and so I, I've always loved writing. And so I kind of combined the two. And for a very long time, nobody saw my writing. It was online, but I did not share it anywhere. Nobody yeah. knew how to get to it. They knew <laughs> it was there, but they had no idea how to get to it. Yeah. Um, until about ooh, probably six or seven years ago, yeah. I decided that I really wanted people to see it. I wanted people to feel like, they weren't alone and that there was other people going through the same thing as them. Um, and that's when I started sharing more mental health kind of stuff, created the socials for that. And eventually we kind of transformed into more of a platform for women where the big focus is on mental health and being a woman with mental health problems, but also on news and current affairs and stuff that kind of affects us all. Yep, yep, yep. No, I did. I um, read your article on um, the sexual abuse and why didn't she tell anyone? And you know, it's yeah. Unless you're in in those shoes, and you know, it would. It, you can so understand. I loved your article. How how people get to that situation, and and then it goes too far, and you think, oh shit, I can't say anything now. It's kind of, oh, it would just be. It would be horrific, but. Um, so on with your mental health issues, you've been diagnosed with four afflictions. Can you just tell me a little bit about that and how you came to getting those diagnoses? Like what what was it that about um, how you were were feeling and acting and and whatnot that brought you to to seek out help? So where since I was fifteen, I've always been diagnosed with depression and anxiety. Yep. Um, and I've kind of always left it at that and never pushed it to seek any further diagnosis. Yep. Um, I always just kind of was like, okay, two's enough. We'll leave it there. <laughs> um, it was actually last year and I was talking to my GP who is great. He is always, he pushes me and yeah. he's very helpful with that kind of stuff. And he said to me, I think it's time that we investigate further. I was really struggling. I just found that antidepressants weren't helping anymore. Mm. Um, and he said, yeah, okay, it's time that we investigate further. We go past that depression and anxiety and we just really look deeper. Um, and so I started seeing a new psychiatrist. Yep. And on her first her first appointment with me, she just said, this is not right. You, are, you have, it's not just depression and it's not just anxiety. Mm. Um, and yeah, eventually I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder, 
generalized yep. anxiety disorder, ADHD, borderline personality disorder. Yeah. And the second that I kind of understood what they all were, I was like, oh, okay, this makes so much sense to me. Sense, yeah. I couldn't believe that I had gone all this time just trying to treat the anxiety and the depression when there was further mm. things that I knew would help me. Um, especially with the ADHD, I couldn't believe that I had gone my whole life yeah. treating it. So, yeah, that's how that came up. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so once you get those diagnoses, like what, obviously it's a relief because yeah. it's almost like a starting point, I guess. I mean, I, I can't, um, I don't, oh, well, I'm, I don't have any diagnosed, um, mm -hmm. diagnosed, but I, I think, is it, is it sort of something like when you, when you do find out, you can then obviously do a bit of research and is that sort of like a moving forward it was definitely, I felt like I was back to the beginning, which kind of was a relief, but at the same time, it kind of felt like I was going back with. Yeah. Um, but once we knew what was going on, it was almost like there was a little bit of weight lifted off my shoulders because I knew how to go forward. I knew mm. that what what we were going to do to go forward was going to make some kind of a difference. Yeah. So, yeah, I started all new medications and since then, I mean, it wasn't a, a, a cure, but... It no, has, no, that's right. No. And I imagine it's a lifelong, um, you know, there's obviously things that you can do to help your mental health, like physically and diet-related yeah. and those sorts of things. But um, And I imagine it's something like with medication. I do... Um, one of the girls who works for me um, has, a, has a few... Um, disorders such as she I think she's got bipolar and and she's constantly having to change you yes. know it's just it's not it's not a like a take a pill and fix it type of thing but um yeah and, and she you know she has her good days and her bad days but um yeah I love it a bit <laughs> yeah. um so how you know how does that affect your work and your you know the relationships around you as well with my work, it is a bit of a struggle. Um, I'm actually coming out the other side of a bit of a depressive episode at the moment. Um, yep. And I found that during that time, it was about probably two two months that I just felt like I had, could do what I needed to do, but no yep. more. Yep. I, I knew I had to do it and I knew that it had to be done, but anything further than that that was it I couldn't do much more yeah especially with if if I was still didn't have my own business and I didn't have a child I would have yep. spent my days in bed I wow. would have gotten up yeah yep. get up because I have a son um, <laughs> yeah yeah and he's only very young too he is he's only just turned one so there was no staying in bed all day for me but no. they, they <laughs> Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, so that's wonderful. I mean, having your own business sort of, I mean, it's hard enough as it is without the added complications of, you know, of, of addressing your mental health issues as well. And um, so do you find, um, I, do you find the, like, the blog and the talking about it therapeutic or is there? I, yeah. I, I will find that I write some of my 
my darker kind of work my more informative work is during those really depressive episodes where I can't I can't express myself with my I can't with my words but I can I can type it out you type it out yeah exactly so um your blog is called the the introvert archive the introvert archive that's right yes so you know any of you who want to sort of anyone who's feeling like you know it's it it really does help to talk about it and um if you you want to check out Alyssa's blog it is um absolutely fantastic I love it I love I love reading about it um yeah so I you know winning an award um because your your business you are an entrepreneur like your um you know that the, the work and the services you offer businesses is such a, especially in the digital age and, and with social media being such a, an important part, and, and while it's still relatively free as well, businesses really should be making the most of that. And so winning an award like that, what does that mean for you going forward? Honestly, I was very surprised to have won the award, to be honest. I I actually had quite a few cruises because I wasn't expecting to have to get up on stage. Um, And then my logo came up and I was like, oh, no. I looked at my partner and I was like, Brody, that's my logo. (laughs) Yeah, you have to get up, Alyssa. You have to go. Um, But I used it as motivation to keep going, to, to just put some more effort in. I know I've already, I've pretty put so much effort in. But, yeah, it really spurred me on and just it was, yeah, it was very motivating for me. And it also opened me up to a lot of new people as well. I actually had two or three people come up to me on the night and say, I need help. Can you can yeah. you give me And I had any business cards with me. So I was like, oh, can I write you my email? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, no, that's fantastic. Oh, very good. Um, so you, you you said earlier, you know, you mentioned you started out in your family's agricultural business. Um, yeah, I was sort of reading something, you know, a bit about that and um, tell us some of the funny stories about how people broke something. <laughs> oh, I was actually thinking about this the other day because during harvest is just the best time for those kind of stories. <laughs> um, my favourite one, I think, was when a guy accident, accidentally... accidentally. Um, he hit a cow with his broom arm on his broom spray oh, and shit. it just like completely almost like bent it into a 90 degree but I'm not really sure how he didn't because he would have had to go past the cow so I'm not sure how he didn't see that coming he was on his phone Unless he was <laughs> not paying attention and I think the other good one that I love is the guy who he was that keen to get home for dinner that he forgot to fold his broom spray arms in before trying to go through the gate. That oh, no. that just oh, I was hilarious. <laughs> Can he you imagine was, the bang? Thank goodness he was the owner of the farm because I think that if it had been a worker, it would have been a bit different story. But it was hilarious. <laughs> wow, that would have been an expensive dinner. <laughs> oh, it would have been yes. <laughs> Oh, gorgeous. So how did you, um, you know, sort of setting up, you said you set up, the, you know, all the social media uh, for, your, for, your, for your parents' business. Um, were they fairly receptive to, to that? How, how, how do you go sort of working with people who have never done it before and 
Um, now you just let me do whatever I wanted. Yeah. And then once they saw how how good it was going, they were yep. like, okay, that's that's fine. You just keep going. I'm not. We're not fussed. You do what you have to do. And yep. a lot of business owners are like that. They just say, you know what you're doing. We don't. You go for it. <laughs> that's what you want, isn't it? Because it is. Yeah. It makes it so much easier. Yeah. Oh dear. So what's in store for you for the next next two years or so? Like what what are your plans going forward? So at the moment I am teaching my youngest sister all the ways of West Spray so that she can kind of take over more of that job and I can yep. focus on EJG Creative, which Fantastic. is exciting. It's scary, but it's exciting. Yeah. Um, and I'm also going to be focusing, I've just launched a new community platform. Called AgForm, which is for the agricultural community in the wheat belt. Yep. Um, and I'm going to be focusing on growing that and growing behind the business as well. Right. Fantastic. So what what's what is AgForm offering? Like what is what is it? What what does it do? Or so AgForm and Behind the Business are two completely free community platforms um, where. Behind the businesses for promoting uh, wheat belt small businesses, yep. as well as supplying them with free resources and information that can help them with their businesses. Fantastic. Um, and AgForm is fairly the same, but for agricultural businesses. And yeah, farm, right. It's um, I found that a lot of resources for agricultural businesses were behind a paywall, which mm, is understandable. Yep. I understand why they have to do that. But I also found that a lot of them weren't willing to pay for it. So they yeah. weren't getting it. So AgForm is the free version where you can just, at the moment, the website is in the works, but the social yep. media is already running. Okay. And we just post information like, I think today's was a study uh, about haystack fires and how you can prevent them. Right. And we're also posting harvest updates from around the wheat belt. And yeah, it's just a oh, fantastic. I, I want it to be a community. Yeah, brilliant. So are you finding people are engaging with each other oh, through this website? Definitely. A lot yeah. of a lot of people have coming together, commenting, helping each other out. Um, it's been good. Yeah. And you know, bringing it back to a, from a mental health perspective as well. It's wonderful that, you know, because it's localised, it's wheat belt, you know, it gives people, you don't feel so isolated and, um, you know, and I, and I hope, you know, if people can reach out and ask for help if they need it. And yes, definitely. You obviously love it. You're a wheat belt girl through and through. I, um, I yeah. definitely don't think I could live in the city. I can spend yep. maybe two or three days there and then that's my capacity. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to think that too, just wait till you get old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it has been absolutely lovely chatting with you, Alyssa. And um, I, I love I love your business. I love your blog. Um, I think you're doing amazing things in that sphere. Keep going. Thank um, you. And, yeah, look, if you get a chance to have a look, look up um, Alyssa's blog, please do so. Um, she writes so eloquently and honestly. Um, it really is touching. So thank you. And yeah, I wish you all the best. Thank you for listening to today's WBN Member Conversations podcast. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to share it across your socials or snap a photo where you're listening from and send it to us via Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn. If you're interested to find out more about WBN or want to sign up as a member, head to www.wheatbeltbusinessnetwork.com.au.